Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk and I'm here with Danielle from Brands by Bravo. What's up? What's up? Um, what's up? What's up? Before we get into Roni season five, episode eight, Dirty Old Dad, I um I have to ask uh Danielle, what are your thoughts on this week's episode of Beverly Hills? Because this week's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is like the dinner party from hell part two. It's it, just phenomenal. And I like I watched it live and I wish I didn't because none of my friends did. And I was just like, I need to talk. So I would love to hear your thoughts and feelings. Um, It was amazing. It wasn't even just the dinner party that was great. Like all the scenes leading up to it. It's the first time we met Morgan. Um. Her yes, and Kyle and have Morgan weird energy together. Kyle's somewhat like so they're friends. They're very close friends. And Morgan is a country singer that Kyle also represents in some way, shape, or form, invests in. Yeah, there's money involved in there some way for sure. And also tattooing. Yeah. I don't think they're having any sort of love connection but their vibes were weird i think it is kyle is obsessed with the person that morgan gets to be agree and i think that kyle believes that she cannot be that which is sad because i think it's just morgan being herself yeah i agree um and i do also think like if Kyle was going to take a dip in the lady pond. She doesn't seem like someone who would not share that, you know, like. Oh, I totally believe she wouldn't share that. Her entire career has been making other people share stuff on television and her not sharing much. Really? I don't know. I'm a Kyle apologist, so. I know you are. You're in my phone. Your photo is Kyle. That's why I forgot about that. I really need to hear your opinion because I feel like. 
this episode especially was like Kyle you have completely changed from who you were yes I really didn't like how unsympathetic I don't think Sutton needed sympathy but she really wasn't listening to Sutton when Sutton was telling her um the stuff about her ex-husband like I I understand no 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 like you don't need to be sympathetic it's not the right word understanding of just not thinking Life about ex- it only in financial terms. Like, yes. She just couldn't strip away. So the issue that Sutton came to Kyle with was like, hey, I was really weird when I did the whole name it, name them, like, which will go down in infamy as well. Because I found out that my husband was moving to London. Ex-husband. My husband's moving to London, is going to take our son, and I he wants me to go too, and so that we can all have to live there. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And so now I figured it out, though. And he's going to stay with me. And I'm going to be a full-time parent now. And I'm going to have to take my husband to court to get more money. And Kyle just was like, oh, you poor thing. You have to go to London. Or you're going to just get more money. And I was like, I just feel like original Kyle, OG Kyle, first nose edition, would have been like oh my god you thought you were going to lose your ability to have your home and your child yes yeah it was very like she just was really i just rude and just didn't take the money factor out of it because i don't think what sutton was worried about was the finances of any of it she was really like my husband's a big bad scary and i don't want to have to go up against him in court because it was brutal last time and he has the best of the best and I am nothing. And like, yeah. yes, we all know she has benoodles amounts of money. But when it comes to caring for a child who's used to a certain way of life and you're taking away his father, like there's just so many things in that that I feel like I was just shocked that Kyle wasn't even going to think for a minute of Sutton as a mother. Yeah, no it was, matter what you think of her, she's a mom. Yeah, and maybe maybe she was thinking like, well, two of the kids are older. And James, I don't know how old he is. He's probably like sixteen or seventeen. So maybe she wasn't thinking of it in terms of like him being little. But no, she was very unsympathetic. To you the- can't tell me if I was like Kyle. I'm gonna Mauricio's moving to Mexico and taking Portia, and you have to move. Yeah, you would be like oh poor me i have to move to mexico or i have to sue you for all this money no Mm -hmm. kyle you would have been fucking on the floor to me yeah no it was it was super messed up but there was also so many funny moments in this scene um when they start when kyle goes to garcelle and she's like where'd you get your necklace and garcelle goes zara Zara, that was good there were I have to watch that episode at least 10 more times because there were so many amazing Denise Richards came in. Camille came back. Both of them were like Waldorf and Ascot or whatever from like the Muppets. They were just like these two sideshow freaks just talking. And I mean, freaks in the best way. Like they were just so ridiculous comic relief. Yeah. There was just so many layers. The, the poor chefs that were making cannabis food that were stuck in the kitchen being like do we go should we should we serve this food always happens it's like that kyle was very much making her and and you know 
this is just me extrapolating on what I'm seeing on the show. But I was really like, you're martyring yourself and being like, everyone's mad at me just because I'm getting healthy. When that's not what they're saying. They're not like, oh, we're mad at you that you're getting healthy. They're like, wow, Kyle, there's been a fuck ton of changes that are really like 180s. What's going on? Mm -hmm. And Kyle's like, well, now I have to have a, a dinner with that's based off of weed. So people still think I'm cool. And I'm like, you totally missed the point of everyone's concern. Yeah, I don't like, though, the quips about her drinking and not drinking. But that's just a personal thing that I really, really hate when people care if you drink or not. Um, That is like such a pet peeve of mine. Like I sometimes, especially in my more drinking years, some days I just wouldn't feel like drinking that much. And like, if I had a headache, like it's, it's very easy for me to say no to a drink. I don't get peer pressured into it. And I would hate when someone be like, Oh, you're not drinking. I'm like, what do you care? What I do? Like, what do you, I'm not sitting here being a grump and the Kyle was clearly not doing that. So I do really, I don't like how, that is a part of it like if she doesn't want to drink I agree. that's no one's business i i 100 percent agree and i do think that that's been shitty i just don't think that it's like oh we're mad at you for being healthy i think that they're i think a lot of it is a people not willing to face their own drinking because they're all hinting that sutton has an issue mm-hmm. and b it's like it's more so that you just changed overnight. Like you were tequila splits Richards. Like, yeah. You know, like what me there, you're not giving any reason as to why you wanted to do this. You're just like, I'm just being healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's a, she's not explaining why she wanted to do these things. So she's not talking about the Mauricio of it all. And you can't spend the past, whatever, 15 seasons of the show calling out everybody and saying, just be real and not bring in the fact that like, yes, you said once that you're having a bad year with your marriage. What the fuck does that mean? That's very ambiguous. You would have dick slapped Lisa Vanderpump with that. Mm -hmm. Like, could you imagine if Lisa Vanderpump came in like that and didn't explain herself? Kyle would have lost her shit. Yeah, agree, agree. I'm so excited that you agree. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, a Kyle, I'm a Kyle apologist and Kyle fan, but I'm not someone, I'm not like a tree hugger um, who, you know, won't admit when someone is wrong. So I'm willing to do that. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, let's get to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm thankful for you letting me vent about that. And I'm also thankful to the audience. Um, I'm sorry if you guys aren't Beverly Hills fans and you're just here for the New York of it all. But watching that last night and just seeing Sutton be like, what the fuck? Like, just really. I was like, I need somebody else to be on my side. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, we are doing episode nine of season five. It's nine? I thought yeah. It was- Oh, no, it's nine. It's nine. Making me sick. That's dirty old dad, right? Yes. Okay. I did get that part right. Sorry, everybody. And dirty old dad, it is. Um, But we don't start in Miami. We start with Carol at Carol's apartment and we get to see Carol's stairs when she's running up and down. Those things scare the shit out of me. Yes. Whose idea to, I don't (laughs) like to have stairs without a railing. I just would never agree to such a thing. But no. She's uh, talking about her book again, and that it's taken her four years to write this book. And I'm just like, how does it take four years to write a book? I don't think she um, focused on it all that much. <laughs> but what else was she doing? Like, that's her whole job. Having fun. I don't know. But then did you notice, by the way, did it say that it was her sister-in-law on the phone? Oh, I didn't notice that. I swear I saw that and then I forgot to rewind. And then I was like, oh, she does have siblings. Because remember earlier in the season when Ramona asked her about having a sister and she like had a weird pause. Maybe that's why she had the weird pause because she has a sister-in-law. So that would make more sense. Oh, that is interesting. Um, I just the, the it was fascinating watching her pack. Because she would have to go up and down the stairs to her closet in this lofted apartment to get her clothing and then walk down these stairs that have no railing. Like, I was just like, why don't you just throw the sta- the clothes from the top of the stairs so you don't have to keep going up and down and maybe murdering yourself? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not sure. But she's packing to go to Miami and she picks up Sonia and they go to Miami. That's really about it. And then it picks up at... um. Carol's friend's apartment, who this Miami apartment is ridiculous. It's a penthouse. It's in the art district. I don't know enough about Miami to like know where it's located, but this apartment is insane. It has a private pool on a private terrace. It's a penthouse. It's overlooking like beautifulness. Um, And Ramona and Aviva show up at the apartment too. And Ramona, Ramona's all over this place. She is just like, what is this neighborhood? Must be like, she's very Jessel and like the, oh, is this up and coming? She's like, yeah, you bought it for five million. You'll sell it in a few years for 10. And her friend is like, this is not, both of them are like, what are you talking about? This is not an up and coming neighborhood. It didn't seem like. And she was just like, oh, you know, you're not by the water, but I guess it's nice that you can see it. Like, this apartment, this this penthouse is premium real estate, no matter what year it is. You can't tell me that it's not. The way that it's built, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's stunning. I mean, of stunning. course you agree. You're not a jerk like Ramona. <laughs> She's such a dick. Oh, my God. Um, she just sits all over it. Yeah, and Carol is very, like, not okay with that. Um, so that, I mean, 
I get it. Could you imagine if like you just invite a friend to like let's say my place and they were just like, well, I mean, it's all right, but like your view of Philadelphia isn't all of Philadelphia or something, you know? Like it's just like what the fuck? So weird. It's just she she has no class um and can't read a room. That's that's for sure. I will say the worst part about the apartment is the pool to me. Not that it's a private pool that's gorgeous. It looks like it's right on the edge of the world. And I I am so proud of Aviva for getting in it because the entire time when people are like sitting on the ledge of this pool, I'm like, you're going to fall a thousand stories to your death. I think it gave the illusion of that, but I don't think it was as close to the railing as it looked. I think because it was like clear, you couldn't really fully tell because no one seemed like too panicked about it. It scared the crap out of me the entire time. I was like, don't fall. So they're swimming in this pool and um, they start doing some face yoga. And of course, like Sonia and Ramona just are being kind of rude. They're get laughing, giggling, like the others are trying to take it seriously. I have to say, I have friends who do face yoga. They've never done injectables. They're not even really like people who are into creams. They have phenomenal face, like great skin. And like, I do believe in face yoga and face. Oh, yeah. I think it's totally legit. And for Ramona and Sonia, two people who are just like, we're all about looking young, like for them not to give any like chance to believe in this free methodology of like staying young. I was just like, this is you guys are showing your ass. Mm -hmm. yeah they were super annoying they were giving giggly squad in the corner like yeah just being rude and i i hate when people are like that or not listening that that that's definitely pet peeve like this is the host like this woman's hosting you she's sharing knowledge with you and you guys are giggling in this corner like little schoolgirls, being like "Mm, we're too cool yeah yeah i don't like it and then there's a whole thing, and this happens twice in this episode, with Aviva's leg and getting the leg wet and Ramona just being so, un- I cannot believe Aviva didn't tell her to shut the fuck up because I probably would have done that. Like, basically, Aviva gets the leg wet and Ramona keeps being like, you can't get it wet. Where's your swimming leg? And going on and on. And I was like, bro, what the hell do you know about prosthetics? Also, it's Aviva's choice. If Aviva yeah. wants to get her non-swimming leg wet... She can get it wet. Like she said multiple times, like, yeah, she's not technically supposed to, but it will dry. It just takes longer. Like, but Ramona is literally like, you got to get out of the pool. Get out. Get out. I'm going to make you get out of the pool. And Carol really reads it right where she's just like, Ramona wants to get out of the pool and she wants everyone to get out of the pool. And so she's using Aviva's like leg as a reason to make everyone else exit yeah which is it's so gross so gross and it really made me like sad that aviva didn't like stand up for herself or that like that no one told ramona like okay enough like i, I don't know where everyone else was to not say that to her i think it's one of those things where it's like you need the person to say that it's not okay before you assume it's not okay true they've been staying together you don't know if she was like hey ramona i might have a couple of drinks if i go in without my swimming leg on tell me to go out you know like i think that was more of the hesitation 
But um, later in the episode, we'll see Aviva tell Carol, like, hey, next time she does that, you really need to have my back. Yeah, yeah. And Carol Um, immediately tells us, like, you should have your own back, too. mm -hmm. So it is a, a, you know, a catch-22. Yeah. So Sonia is um, staying also with Aviva. So now it's Sonia with uh, Ramona and Mario. And they're getting ready for their dinner at night. And Sonia literally breaks the shower. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't, how do you break a shower i don't know reed couldn't even he's like trying to fix it he's in there he's like how the hell do they even do this um and so she's in a towel in mario and ramona's bathroom while they're getting ready and this is one of the first times where they've really alluded to the fact that these three have maybe you know had sex with multiple partners as uh vicky would say yeah but i don't actually think that at all well we know mario was having sex with other people but i certainly don't think ramona was that's that's for sure um i take i would not be shocked if you were like ramona sonia and mario had a threesome really no i I wouldn't be shocked i think ramona's way too prude take it to the grave but i think people who are super conservative often will do the things that you would never think they would i agree but i don't think ramona would she's way too prude to to do that you've seen her and sonia the way that they are with each other maybe maybe i could i don't know doubt we'll ever find out that's for sure yeah no and like also this is purely conjecture and entertainment this is not defaming anyone's character because also i think it would make them so much cooler if they did oh my god yeah that ever came out for sure for sure um so aviva's dad is back and he's literally in far too many scenes this episode like yeah i was shocked that the producers were like yeah let's invite george to everything because that's the rest of the episode he's basically there this was before the me too movement and they were like you know it's funny dirty old men yeah um but gosh is he funny sometimes though which is annoying that he, he makes he me is. laugh he does have some good liners he says that reed looks like he just walked out of yale and he's a boring dresser oh yeah <laughs> but he's not wrong like he is he's not wrong at all he he is funny and then carol meets george for the first time and sonia and carol realizes why aviva likes ramona because ramona reminds her of her dad george I thought that was so spot on. Mm-hmm. Just completely inappropriate person. Um. Also, they somehow bring up Harry. And it's very frustrating and it's short, but it's just kind of like, Carol's like, why does it always have to come back to this man? Well, Ramona gets super annoyed that they keep talking about Harry. Like, oh, yeah. she is like, I don't understand why we're talking about your ex-husband from your new husband. Like, this is so awkward. But it's like, he is the father of some of her children. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's not like and he's she a also black keeps plague. Being like, I won't have you talk bad about him, but not one person has talked ill about him. They're really just being like, what about Harry fucking everybody? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's weird. And I don't like it how much they talk about him in that sense but ramona is not the person that should be freaking out about it she's the least like skin in the game when it comes to harry oh for sure well especially at this point yeah yeah um then aviva goes to make a speech and when i tell you this is such an ick of mine she calls her dad daddy oh 
And I don't like when grown adults call their parents mommy and daddy. So I agree. But the rule in my house was that I wasn't allowed to stop calling my dad daddy until I was 21. But the joke's on him because he died before that. <laughs> I knew how that story was going to end. And I was like, is she going to say it? And I was like, going to. You said it. It's my joke. It's my life. <laughs> but it's true. Is that in like, your bit anywhere? Um, Probably at some point. I mean, my my... I I get how gross it is, but I also understand where my dad was coming from because it was like, as soon as I stopped calling him daddy, it meant that he was old. I think post 2000s, it just seems too like sexual. It's just there, weird. I just don't like it. The I only think after the rise of the sugar daddy, it's Maybe. just like, bleh. the only time I like it is, um. Uh, Jack Whitehall, a British comedian, mm-hmm. has a TV show, Travels with My Father, and there's a bunch of seasons. And he always goes, Daddy. And it, it just makes me laugh <laughs> because it's with a British accent. And it's like, I think it's like part of the spoof that he always refers to his dad as Daddy. Daddy, no, we can't do that. Like, that is funny to me. But I just, and they even call her out that she says Daddy. And it just, I just don't like it. It's, it's an ick, and I'm not a fan. I used to call my mom Ma. I really oh, yeah. loved Ma, and she hated it. She thought it was just like the most gauche Long Island thing ever. And she was like, I'm mom, I'm mother, I'm mommy. And I was just like, all right, Ma, no problem. <laughs> I like it. This is super random, but it just reminded me of this because we're talking about names and everything. With your grandparents, what did you refer to them as? So I only had one that was living, and she was my grandma. Okay. Would you say her, like, grandma first name or grandma last name? Well, because the other one was gone, it was just that grandma. True, true, true. Okay, because I have always called my grandparents, it was always, like, Grandpa Eddie and Grandpa Ernie, oh, first name. okay, yeah. We were discussing this in my friend group, and my friend was like, no, I called them, like, Grandma Smith. And I was like, you, what? Last name? Oh. And then another person was like, yeah, same thing in my family. And I was like these are your grandparents. You weren't a last name. No, we were not. You didn't call them Mr. and Mrs. And But even your grandparents, that's, I've never heard that. And that was shocking to me. I wouldn't be surprised if my family did that. I will say when my mother was a grandma, she was like, she was grandma. And then the other one was, no, I think it was Nana was my brother's like wife's mother-in-law mm-hmm, mother-in-law and yeah. then my sisters i don't know if it was it might have been grandma say jack and grandma funk I that's think so was. weird to me i can't even picture calling my grandpa that so strange i don't know i'd never heard that and i was like i the only time that would make sense to me is literally if your grandparents have the same first name like if they're both grandpa mike and you have to differentiate i just think it's like in my family it was just thought of as rude to call adults by their first name as children which looking back on it now you're right that's super weird it's super weird to do that i understand maybe family friends you call them mr or mrs but grandparents your literal family i that was so weird to me i was like and i was shocked that it wasn't just one friend it was two and now i'm like pulling everyone on that <laughs> no I, that's that's very it's a true uh 
riddle there. Yeah. But Derek and I, whenever we have disagreements, we have a group chat with like 15 of our friends. And if we can't agree, then we always ask the group to see who's correct on things. Ooh. Yeah. We had to do the ones like I was asking early on in dating, I was asking like, where were, were your grandparents born? Like all these questions about his grandparents. And he's, he's like, who knows these things? And I was like, a lot of people, a lot of people know these <laughs> a things. A lot of people. Yeah. And so then we asked our friends and they all knew and he did not. So, <laughs> But I'm like obsessed with lineage, stuff like that. Um, okay, back to this. I so then- figure out where I am in my notes. Oh, well, the next thing that happened is Ramona, who's so uncomfortable by the Harry conversation, gets up and goes into the kitchen and tells them to skip the salad and go right to the entree. And we have seen this behavior before. And it reminded me of Black Shabbat. Remember when she did that in the yes. last season of Roni? I was dying when she did this. I thought it was. And like Aviva and Reed are sitting there kind of being like, is this really happening? I've just never. It's so rude. Even if you're hungry. To be like, no, 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 you are going to forget the salad and go straight to the entree without asking the host or hostess of how they feel about it. It was ridiculous. Like who, the audacity, her name should be Ramona Audacity Singer because that's- Well, if you think that's audacious, oh my god, I don't even want to- for this next conversation. I can't even say it and I hope, like, I I can't. I will, because Carol asks- Like, Carol is having fun. I'm going to take my headphones out so I don't have to hear it again, because that's how much it grows to be out what George says. All right, I'll give you the thumbs up when I'm done. So Carol is having fun with George, and she asks him when the last time he had sex was, and he's going on and on about it. And he says, well, I'll give you your first squirting orgasm. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. That is... Oh my God. I won't even make the gagging noises because I despise people who make gagging noises because it makes me gag, but like literally (laughs) disgusting. Not the idea that a squirting orgasm is disgusting. No sex shame that this gross ass man is saying this. Dinner conversation in front of your daughter with someone you just met. Yeah. With your daughter's friend. Um, Being filmed to be on TV. It's just, and then she's like, Aviva tries to change the conversation and so she's like tell them about your 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 like most serious girlfriend after mom died and he was like oh as a 35 year old and then why did it end dad why did it end he was like oh she caught me with a 23 year old and Ramona was like that's not nice why'd you bring that up that's so mean and it was just like it was so weird for Ramona to chastise Aviva on that yeah, she's it, defending George cheating on his girlfriend. Well, he wasn't ready. And we're all just like, I, it made me laugh because I'm like, oh, well, do you already know about Mario's cheating at this point? Like, and you're prepared for it to come out. And that's why you're saying it's fine. Like, weird. Very weird. During the, like, meeting of Sonia, which I don't think we really talked about, like, him and Sonia don't really seem to have a connection. Like, the whole reason George is being brought over is to theoretically make a love connection with Sonia. And the only thing they have really in common is the enjoyment of sex and scotch, which is, that's like being like, I like puppies and pizza, you know, yeah. like, what a, what a stretch. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very strange. Um, thank God that dinner ended though. 
but and we're not done with George. Hang out with George Moore at his cabana. Yeah, so they go to George's have apartment. He has a cabana. They're on the beach. It looks like a terrible beach day. Super windy. <laughs> like oh, and he hugs everyone, but then he hugs Sonia and says, "I longed for you last night." And the oh way he said God. it was creepy and then mario actually had a really funny joke where he was just like george you look like jack lalane which was the fitness expert i don't know if you're old enough to remember the jack mm-hmm. lalane gyms but like look up jack lalane and like he was like a short guy that was very like built mm-hmm. um like very muscular um so then George then, also compliments his daughter on her body for the second says, time. What a body, which is just like. Uh, and then Ramona I, tells him not to do that. And then they're like, you should go to the nude beach. And he's like, I went to the nude beach. They're mostly lesbians. Um, which was just, oh, George. And then he squeezes Sonia's ass and she's telling him that you can't do that again. Um, and Ramona tells us that like George thinks he has a chance he has none yeah yeah it's very very obvious Um, then we get a quick little like oh yeah there's other cast members of just Heather and her husband on a date back in New York wait oh was there more on the beach I think you purposely stopped that skip this but I do have to say that George pokes Sonia with his boner no that's not until Art Basel that's not until the nighttime. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. They say, um, oh, no, this was, they go into the hot tub, but George won't go because he's afraid of getting a boner. Yeah, I did skip that part. Too many discussions about George's boner in this this whole thing. But yes, Heather and her husband go and have the Kathy Hilton special of caviar. Uh, They have that for dinner. Yeah. And they just discuss how... They're both very busy and need to make more time for each other. So this is something that I actually wanted to ask you as somebody who's been in a long-term relationship, because this is a trope that happens in a lot of these housewife shows. And I was in a 10-year relationship when I was like 20. So like, it's been a while since I've been long committed. And I just, is it such a revelation to be like, we should have date night? Like, why do all these couples be like, you know what we should do? go out on a date once in a while that will save our marriage yeah i would say it's not the pre pre pre-baby because actually we've had a lot of date nights since baby which i'm very thankful for thank you grandparents um we are not always the best at like if we're not hanging out with other people like let's pick a nice restaurant and make a plan to go out on like a nighttime. And so maybe like that sometimes could have more effort. Like, it's not like we're not hanging out. It's like, let's not just go to the same place we always go. Or like, let's make a reservation just for the two of us to go out like that. Do I think that's like, I just feel like at base level, all of these couples are like, you know what we should do? spend time together yeah but what that like that would maybe make us like each other more yeah I yeah I think it's like just doing stuff together like I remember when we first moved in together it was like we kind of stopped doing stuff because mm-hmm. the thing is you're around each other all the time so 
you don't have to make that effort to let's meet up and go to the movies. Let's meet up and go to dinner here. Like it's all of a sudden we're home all the time. So I remember we struggled with that, like right when we first moved in and then um, definitely could be more effort. Now it's like, oh my God, yay, we get to go out and like, you know, be out just the two of us now, which is nice when that happens. Um, But and I'm sure like, we've never been super career busy people. So I can't really say it's like, oh, I spend my, you know, neither of us are going to happy hours for work and this and that. Like, I don't have jobs like they have sometimes, you know, with that stuff. Okay. Um, Right. That does make sense. I just always feel like it's such a revelation to all of these couples that are just like, like we even saw like Angie and her husband last week being like, oh my God, it's been two years since we've had dinner together outside of the house. And I'm just like, how does that happen? That is wild because their daughter is not young. So I do not understand how that I'm like, I guess it's just because like, I'm a single person and I take myself out. <laughs> like at least like every, like, I would say like at least once every three months. Yeah. So I can't imagine not being like, if there was somebody else here that I wouldn't be like, let's go out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's more like we, we, you know, what we love to do, we love to sit at the bar at restaurants. Like that's a big yeah because we're terrible at making reservations we tend to just like show up on a saturday night at a place and then the bar is what's open but i love to sit at the bar um so there's more action there's more of a chance to talk to other people too which is always fun yeah really great view of the like the whole restaurant and you can also hear the tea of the staff yeah and i will say also you have to think we live in a much more work from home society now where both of them and a lot of others are probably going to an office all the time, not True. seeing each other during the day, coming home, dealing with the kids, and then they're tired at night. Literally, Derek and I are, like, together a lot. Like, a lot. Sometimes I think we <laughs> when we have fights, it's because we spend too much time with each other, like, physically Fair. in the Fair. home. Um, especially when I was, like, on maternity leave and literally never leaving the house. Um, so part of our move that we're, like, excited for is to, like, have a place to separate and be like, I'm going to go hang out with my dad for the night. Bye. And like have a little bit more um, of that. So we have a bit more balance on, on that, but yeah, no, it, it is. A, a, I think it's just, you get comfortable and you just stay in your routine sometimes. So, but two years is that's insane. Oh, that's I just, I'm glad that you cleared that up to, for me. It makes a lot more sense because I was just like, why does everyone act like this is a fucking revelation that we should hang out if we're together? Yeah, it's um, just it just becomes easy to not plan to do stuff when you live together because you're like, oh, I'm with you all the time. But it is special to like go out, get dressed up, you know, when it's not for other people or going to events with other people just just to my parents were huge on date night my entire life growing up. They went out every single Saturday night. We had a babysitter That's every awesome. Saturday that's That's, great that's why they're still very happily married after 43 years (laughs) i was just talking with my siblings about like how funny it was that our parents used to hold pre-cana at our house do you know what that is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like before you get married in the catholic church you have to go through like the test of like they it's it's a good thing in theory like they make sure that you guys feel the same way about finances about children about like how you want to run your household but the most ironic thing was that like my parents were like the leaders of the community and before they would run this they would have like huge fights like house shaking fights (laughs) and like 
hate each other and like be in like the most tense of relationship tenuousness and then be teaching these 20 year olds how to have a relationship yeah I just I was like oh wow our parents were really quite the example for people (laughs) we did like a we had to have like one we got married by a rabbi so we just had to do like one little like meeting with him Mm -hmm. and Every time he's like, did you guys talk about this? And we're like, we have, we have. Like, we left and we like high five. We're like, we nailed that. We've talked about everything. <laughs> like, we were like, how the hell do people get to this point and be like, no, we haven't discussed it. But there was really like little things and good things he brought up that we, like a few things that we'd never like discussed. Like when you came home from school, did you have to do your homework right away? Like what was, what was those rules like for you? And you know, that like even specifics, but yeah. I know way too many couples, way too many that never even talked about having kids before they were getting married no i don't understand that i have to talk about everything all the time and people are like oh i can't believe you bring that up on like a first date i'm like that's really fucking important because like you need to especially for like dudes and like my age i'm just like i will never have a child i don't want a child like i think that's something that you should tell somebody straight up because like why are you going to invest all this time if that's something that you really want yeah, no, I, I agree. It's strange to me. Like, I mean, I feel like we we do see it on Housewives often. I'm just like, huh? You don't know this? Like, that's that's wild to me. Love but makes people do cuckoo things. In indeed. Um, well, back to the episode. They go to the place that I've always wanted to go, which is Art Basel. Did you ever watch Gallery Girls? Of course, I watched Gallery Girls. What Art a devastating Basel cancellation! That show should have lasted and i really don't know why it didn't so good but that show made me want to go to art basel and the fact that they're all at the south beach party at art basel and i was just like one one time in my life i will be able to go there because i'm like a huge art nerd i mean i live in the museum district have not been to the philadelphia museum of art yet it's literally on my block i am the worst uh but I uh, I think Art Basel looks so cool. And this is where they have the dick poking moment. Um, yeah, Sonia basically- like sits down. There's like this like bed thing and Sonia and Ramona like lay on it and George just like came up behind her. And I just, and this is so uncomfortable. Sorry, this is her friend's father. This isn't like some random dude. She can't like, you know, she wants to, as uh, Lala would say, get popped and pop off on him. But- well, and it's even worse because he's like, well, it's your fault. You're not wearing any panties. You're not wearing any bra. And her face is looking really uncomfortable. I feel like, you know, Sonia is known to be like the good time girl, the fun girl. I feel like she was very much like, I don't feel good or safe right now. Oh, 100%. But like, she, this wasn't just like a random guy hitting on her, you know? This is her friend's yeah, dad, so I don't think she knew. Off. She couldn't do anything. She didn't know what to do, and it was so uncomfortable, and ugh, fucking George. So, And she tells so us, gross. she's like, he doesn't play hard to get, and that's annoying. Uh, she also starts- says she wouldn't like to see him unless it's in a room with 500 people. <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't feel safe with him. Yeah, yeah. And good reason, because he's talking about how he does horny goat weed and whips and chains to get it up for his doggy style. I mean, I don't even know the real connection between all of this conversation, but it was not a normal conversation that you have with your dad and your friends. 
it's just it's just gross it's um so we leave that yeah yeah we go back to new york and uh it's more shopping because carol has magically transported back to new york and i have to say i feel like this season of new york is the most shopping that we've seen like i just feel like early seasons of new york i did not realize how often they were shopping in stores yeah is it because it's like winter and it's cold and they don't know what else to do with them they need to be inside i don't know i just don't feel like we see housewives shop as much as they do and maybe it could also be like early seasons they needed sponsorships they needed like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. i just thought it was very interesting um so they're going to the store and once again, Carol tries to bring up to Luann something that she might have done wrong. And as we saw with Heather in the eyebrow shop last week, doesn't really work that well um, because she's like, hey, my friend and like you went to Rajana's like husband's shop and like or like you were with Rajana and her husband came in and like she's like, yeah, I told him that he could let me borrow clothes. And like Carol was like, that's not okay and she was like well he invited me to fashion week so like we're gonna have fun and like carol keeps trying to be like i'm protective of my friends i would never do that i don't feel cool about that and lou is just really not picking up what carol is putting down no no carol's like thanks for letting me know how you feel about them And I also feel like it took a lot for Carol to tell Luann that she was uncomfortable by it. Like, she isn't one for that sort of stuff. And Lou just right over the head. Yeah. Um, and then back in Miami, um, Viva tells Sonia to keep George in his place, which is also problematic. Um, but then she also asks Sonia, how do I deal with Ramona? You know, Ramona's really overbearing. Ramona keeps, you know, pigeonholing me as the girl with one leg. Like, what do I do? And Sonia is basically like, well, there's no filter. But then Sonia tells us, you think this is the first time a mutual friend of Mars has pulled me aside and been like, how the fuck do you deal with her? Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting, honest, and like so wonderfully real of Sonia in that moment of just being like I don't know I realize that Ramona's the worst but she's fun (laughs) yeah like I think that's why their friendship continuously works for all these seasons because Sonia's probably the only one that doesn't try to change her yeah it just deals with her for how she is she's just like yep this is her so either you like me or you don't type thing one thing that we didn't touch on, but throughout the entire episode, George is also kind of hitting on Ramona and Mario's there. And Mario just keeps being like, you can flirt, but like, don't hit on her. And like, he does toe that line a lot. And mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah. And so far, Ramona seems to be fun and having a good time with George, but I feel like those tables shall turn. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, they will. And yeah, I think that was that was the episode. Um, we're done with Miami. It was a nice short little trip. I hope to not see George, but I know he comes back. I don't know if it's this season or next season, but... Yeah, I think it's next season where there's the bigger George of it all, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know. We'll We'll find out. But yeah, we are cruising along. 
We're getting close to the big trip, which I'm very excited about because we know so much stuff happens on the trip. And this yeah, a great episode. I really, really like this. this no, the season is absolutely picked up. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's very, it's getting very entertaining. Absolutely. Well, anything else about Bravo or anything else going on that you want to bring up before we leave? No, I don't think so. Did you hear Tina Turner sigh? No, I didn't. <laughs> that was really funny. My oh, wait, I'm wearing, by the way, um, I don't think you can see it. Obviously, no one listening can see it. It's a little horseshoe necklace I found. Horse uh, girl. From Horse girl. I think I bought it with my bat mitzvah money. <laughs> but it's like a really like cute little like horseshoe with little diamonds in it. I'm pretty sure it was a gift that I bought with my bat mitzvah money. So I've been rocking I'm it. I'm sure it's week. just as much as Sutton's horse. No, definitely, definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, my the fun fact that uh, Sutton's horse is in the same stable as Lisa's uh, Vanderpump's horse. No, I did not. Yes, very so. interesting. Horse neighbors. Love that horse girl. That's me. <laughs> well, for all you horse guys and gals out there, <laughs> thank you for listening. If you like horses or not, we appreciate you. <laughs> Indeed. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.